Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Terry Mize Ministries podcast. This is Thanksgiving week, and we're talking about being thankful. We're talking about being grateful. We're talking about putting on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And some of these things that we're talking about today are going to be helpful to carry you through this holiday season to uh, benefit your life, benefit your loved one's lives, and, uh, and teach us to have a grateful heart. And I'm excited about it. And uh, if you want to know more about what we're doing or what's going on with Terry Mize Ministries, then we'd love for you to go to terrymize.com. I'd uh, love for you to visit our Facebook page, Terry Mize Ministries, and hit that like button. And uh, if we can do anything for you, we want you to connect with us, contact us, and uh, let us know what's going on because we're thankful for you. Around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. This is Lynn Mize, and I'm sitting with Terry and Renee Mize, as usual here, and we're talking about thankfulness. This is uh, the week of Thanksgiving, and we're sitting here, and we're talking about things we're grateful for, things we're thankful for, and uh, just having a grateful heart. And I wanted to talk first to you, Renee, because uh, you're good at this. I've known you my whole life, mm. and and you always seem to see the good in things. You know, I, I, there are people who see the negative in things and always choose to look at that stuff, but I've always known you to be somebody who can really pull out the good aspects of things that are going on. Well, so thank you. Um, so tell us a little bit about that and, and about Thanksgiving this week and entering the holidays and what's on your heart. There, There's always a, a thankfulness that comes along, I think, with... Um, especially being a Christian, uh, there should always keep a standard in your mind of the fact that my name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life mm-hmm. on my worst day. <laughs> and the worst things that could ever happen in life, I belong to God. And that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And I've been talking to Terry about this a whole lot and people everywhere I go, I said, you know, y'all, it just didn't going to matter if we didn't get to do this or go there or buy that today. We're going to live forever. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I'd, every time I say that to people, I get this response back. Yeah, right. Or they'll laugh and giggle, you know, something like that. But I think that's what I've done in my life is condition myself to think uh, more and more and more as I've gotten older. And I see so many young women that are not happy, that are not cheerful, that are not uh, grateful for the things that that have been given in their life. And I always think that there's there's something to be thankful for. There's always something to focus on the good thing rather than the bad thing, to look at what God has been able to do in your life rather than what the enemy or other people or even yourself have created the negative things in your life. So I feel like it's a mindset. It's an attitude. Um, Deuteronomy 28, uh, I know Terry and I have talked about this so often with folks that um, one of the curses is not being thankful. Hmm. And it says in Deuteronomy 28 here, I'll find that scripture for you while I'm speaking. Um, I think it's 41, something like that. Um, And it says, because you serve not the Lord with thankfulness or gladness of heart and thankfulness for all things with which he has blessed you, then you shall be in nakedness and in want of all things. And when I found that scripture many, many years ago, it did bring up what I call it, it laid a brick on my foundation. It began to build something in my life that I needed to, to really discipline my thought process and discipline my thinking. And I, I think it's a choice. Uh, I know I had an advantage of being raised around a lot of very happy women 
and women that love God, love their families, love being mothers, love being wives, and love going to church and love serving God. And there was a lot of laughter in our home uh, growing up. I, I just had, I, I was always around, I got woken up every morning when my mother would wake me up for school or my dad or my my grandmother, they'd come in our room singing, um, it's time to get up, it's time to get up. You know, <laughs> I get I get woken up with lazy bones, sleeping in the noonday, you know, something like that. And the blinds would come open and they'd say, come on, honey, we've got to get this done, this done, this. So it was a, a happy take on the day atmosphere. Not everybody gets that, but I think that did contribute, you know, to that. And then all through the Word of God, I'll just say this about scriptures in the Bible that are so magnanimous about creating an attitude of thanksgiving. All Psalms is, almost in every area, is David finding the place of thanksgiving no matter what circumstances he was in, no matter what condition his soul was in, no matter what uh, dynamic in his relationships with pre with people were in. He sought to find a place in God where he could worship and be thankful. And I think that's a clue. That's huge to condition yourself with that in the Word of God. And then over in Philippians, um, it's so easy to, to do this. You know, we go and start praying and asking the Lord for all the things that we want and all the things we need. And Lord, I need this and Lord, I need that. And we're just, we just continue to, to let our requests be made known. But that chapter there in, in Philippians chapter four says, do it with thanksgiving. Always enter his courts with thanksgiving. Enter into his gates with praise. Come before him, be thankful and bless his holy name. There is a personality trait that has to come out of the, the, the born again recreated spirit and come upstairs to condition the brain <laughs> mm -hmm. and then come out of the mouth uh, to do that. And um, it's a disciplined, learned behavior. It is not an easy one for the human nature. Human nature is to always go low and think the negative and be um, complaining, critical, blaming. All of those things is to go low rather than to go high. I can look at something and see, yes, that person was wrong or that dynamic is wrong or I really messed up there and notice the negative. But you have to dig your way out of that. And, and uh, you know, you don't ever have time to tell everybody your whole story. But the, the dynamic is, is that after all these years that I've been a Christian, all of my personal failures, all of the things that I've seen in life overall, of all of the, the dynamics of human uh, experience that I personally have had, I have seen the only way to come out of trouble, as the Bible says, <laughs> if you find yourself in trouble, that God, if you look to the Lord and you begin to worship him and be thankful, he'll not only eventually be able to get you out of the trouble, but the thing that I'm so desperate for and have to have, especially as you grow older in age, is to have God do a work in you so that you're ready for the next fight. Mm. And you're not just delivered out of the crisis, but there's something put down on the inside of you that's so deep and so concrete that nothing and no situation can ever take out of you that, that, that it's a good day. And it's a wonderful time to serve the Lord and praise Him and that we are going to live forever. Yeah, that's good. And I know for the time I was a little bitty kid, um, every single day we would pray and have devotions or on mm -hmm. the way to school, Dad mm -hmm. would pray or whatever. Right, and, right. and he'd always say that this is the day that the Lord has made and I will 
yeah. rejoice and be glad in it. You make a decision to be thankful. You, you make do. a decision to be grateful and, and to praise him and, and worship the Lord. And it's so important for it to come out of your mouth. You mm -hmm. know, so many people can, uh, and, and that is a, a discipline to get it out of your mouth, not just think about it, not just meditate about it and say, oh, I love the Lord, but to really, and I found that the best way to do it is to get loud for me, you yep. know, and uh, I've had so many dynamics in my life where I've beat on pots and pans or, you know, blessed coming in, blessed going out. <laughs> I ran back and forth in between the door one time <laughs> just to remind myself that I am blessed coming in, I am blessed going out. And I thought the best way for me to do that right now is get a picture of me going in and out and believing that I have the blessing of the Lord. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I, well, as a wise woman once told me or many times told me, um, it is important for it to come out your mouth because yeah. you're the best preacher that you know. That's it. Does that That's sound it. familiar? I think you're yeah. that wise woman I'm talking about. <laughs> we've we've been having these conversations when we're not on air. Right, um, right. Dad, what do you want to add to this? I know I've traveled the world with you for many, many years, and 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 I'm thankful for the heritage. I'm thankful for the things Absolutely. that I've seen, and and I've just come back from a while. Well, you guys have been all over the United States recently. You right. guys haven't even been. This is the we first were, day you've been home in what almost four weeks. Yeah, we were in ten states. Terry, is that right? Ten states and the District of right. Columbia. <laughs> yeah, so you guys have been all over the place, and in the meantime, I was in Mexico with with. Uh, tremendous great missionaries that have been heroes to to you dad and to our whole family in this ministry for many years Wayne and Martha Myers oh, yeah. and uh, I'm grateful and thankful for that time with them and just to uh, we had we had lots of times of ministry but but even just sitting around the the dinner table with them just to just to close my mouth and listen to the things that that came out of their experience I, I believe brother Wayne is 94 at this point and and I was in four services alone with him this week at 94. Yeah, yeah. I'm thankful for people who've been around and have the track record to, to show what God's done. No, it's such a blessing and such a great thing to watch Brother Wayne because, you know, uh, uh, at 94, he's just still preaching the gospel and still influencing people and still uh, bringing correction where it's needed and still uh, just being the great minister of God that he, that he always has been. I remember last year, uh, just before he turned 93, so he was just at the tail end of his 92nd year, uh, Renee and I were in Mexico City, and he had flown to uh, two different nations, to Colombia and Peru, and he had preached 19 times in 19 days in two different nations. Wow. At 92, at, the, at the, almost at 93. Uh, I mean, the next week he was turning 93. Anyway, so he, he flew back into Mexico City, and he said, son, I think I'm a little tired. And I said, you think? I said, you, you, you wow. just did 19 services in 19 days in two right. different nations and then right. flew back to your own nation and you think you're a little tired and next week you'll be 94. So, you know, to me, that's a, a great, uh, uh, milestone and a great goal for us all to look to and to all, uh, point to. And, you know, Caleb, uh, came to Joshua after the whole 40 years in the wilderness thing. And, and he said to Joshua, he said, I'm 85 years old now, but I'm as strong and as ready for right. war as I was when I was 40, 45 years old, 40 years ago. Yeah. Now give me that mountain. And Joshua <laughs> said, okay, buddy, go get it. And so right. uh, at 85, he went and took it, you know. And so thank God for uh, that uh, living long and living strong. You right. know, Gloria Copeland's right. always preached to us, not only just live long, but live strong. Yeah. And uh, we want to we wanna have uh, fulfill our days and God satisfies us with long life. And right. shows us his salvation, but we don't want to do it uh, uh, weak and, and 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 disabled. You know, we want to still be going strong, and uh, so it's always a delight to me to watch Brother Wayne and Sister Martha at uh, uh, 
just preaching the gospel and still doing what they were. And, you know, this last Sunday you were with Brother Wayne. He preached three times in one day. Preached back, three, back to back, back to back. Back to back, three services. So uh, that's pretty good in 94. Not bad at all. And, 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 and he... He got stronger as he went. Right. I think he finished his finished his third sermon um, right in a row, stronger than he started his first one. Yeah, you know, and and that and, and that's fun to see because that's just the anointing. You know, that's sure. the, that's the call yeah. of God on his yeah. life. He is absolutely uh, at that moment standing in the very place where God appointed him to be. Sure, and, you know that grace and that anointing. Right. You know, and that's and I'm 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 thankful for it. The wisdom is is tremendous and. Had a great time with them, but um, but we're talking about thankfulness. If you're listening uh, to this Terry Mize Ministries podcast, we thank you for being here. We're excited that you've tuned in, and uh, we're having a good time doing this. That's you right. know, we don't we don't we don't get to see each other a whole lot. And like I just said, they've right. been gone for four weeks. I was just gone for ten days, and so we've run in, and uh, we're gonna we're we're recording this podcast, and then I'm gone tomorrow, and we're gonna do family stuff and, and right. Thanksgiving, and then hit right. it hard again. So yeah, and of course Ashland's in in OU, and so you know she drove over to be home this week for the holidays so uh, four of us were able to get together and uh, produce some podcasts yeah we've been able to visit more over <laughs> around this around that's this right. table sitting that's around right. doing podcasts than we have you that's know right. we we haven't had time to do it otherwise so this is this has been good and I'm, I'm thankful for that i've got a lot of things you know this time with with brother wayne and and miss martha in mexico was was a good time of reflection it, you know it was a um it was a time to where when I thought about a lot of things that I'm thankful for, yeah, and, sure. uh, and I appreciate it. And this time of year we we look at it more than any other time. But but you know, Renee, right. you're talking about it becoming a lifestyle, and really isn't some of the things that you were saying earlier isn't that really faith 101? You know, because you're not looking at the problem, you're not looking at what's not right, but you choose to look at the things that are right, and you choose to look at the promises of God. Well, the the whole twenty four seven that God is trying to do in every single human being that exists on the planet at any one time is a work on the inside. He's always trying to do on the work on the inside. We, carnal as we are, are trying to get God to do something for us on the outside. <laughs> we're, we're trying to get God to do something that we can see out here, and he's trying to do something that we can't see yeah. down on the inside. That's right. And we end up getting shortchanging ourselves, and we end up... Uh, not allowing the Holy Ghost to do those things because faith comes out of that realm of the unseen. Everything that you're ever going to prayer comes out of the realm of the unseen. Speaking and commanding and calling things that be not as though they were come out of that realm of the unseen. So it's important for us to focus on the fact that uh, I think, I don't know who coined this phrase, Brother Copeland or someone said that we must learn to be God inside conscious. Mm. And the more you allow the Holy Spirit to help recover you on the inside, God inside conscious, so that you're always aware of God trying to do something in you, not just for you. And then the carnal mind always is trying to get something out there to satisfy that. And the Bible tells us that only Jesus is the one, you know, that can satisfy all of those things that we're looking for in our lives. And yet I see this in our generation out here in the world, you know, um, we just had an election. We just saw lots of news and lots of commentary. And people are very unhappy and very dissatisfied and very, uh, uh, I think, focused on, especially here at the end of the year, trying to find things that will make them happy during the holiday season. But I, I find that really the carnal mind being in, enmity against God, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life, drown out the voice of the inward 
uh, conversation that the Holy Ghost wants to bring. And I wanted to just focus on two verses and just read them, and then y'all can uh, we can talk about something uh, in another direction. But Daniel, after he, the fourth chapter of Daniel records how Nebuchadnezzar had been in the wilderness for seven years like an animal. And he had gotten lifted up in pride and he had gotten deceived into thinking that his great Babylonian empire was all because of his effort. And um, God warned him, you better humble yourself <laughs> or things are not going to turn out well here. Well, after seven years of him being cast out from the palace, living out in the wilderness, looking like an animal, uh, he came back and verse 34 of Daniel chapter four says, uh, Nebuchadnezzar is speaking here. And at the end of the day, seven years, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up my eyes to heaven and my understanding and the right use of my mind returned to me. <laughs> and I blessed the most high God and I praised and honored and glorified him who lives forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion and his kingdom endures and from generation to generation. Then skip down to verse 36. Now at the same time, my reason and my understanding returned to me and for the glory of my kingdom, my majesty and splendor, he says, everything else was returned back to him and all of my greatness and all of my rulers came back to me and everything was restored back to me, he said, and more and better than before. But it was because he had an attitude where he finally humbled himself. He came out of that terrible trial and realized that his understanding, his reason, and the right use of his mind was coming back to him. And he blessed the God. When you read verse the end of verse 34 there, I mean, he he got it all down. He is God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything except by his mercy. And he has the ultimate dominion. And this is a Babylonian king. And so I, I feel like in all of that uh, example here is that you and I, all of us as believers, we can... Uh, believe that God will help us have the right use of my mind and recognize the goodness and the greatness of God in every single area of our life and see the restoration of our life just like Nebuchadnezzar did. Mm. Well, you know, that's a tremendous confession, and we tell people that, that all the time to take that scripture and confess it, that when my right. that my understanding, right. <laughs> my wisdom, my knowledge, my understanding, and the right use of my mind has returned to me. Because, you know, people are dealing with a lot of mental issues right. today, a lot of That's neurological right. uh, problems, a lot of, a lot of uh, dealings with dementia and Alzheimer's. And, and, uh, so and yet the sad. word says that so we have sad. the mind of Christ. That's right. The word says, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. The word says, I've not given you the spirit of fear, but I have given you the spirit of love and the spirit of power right. and the spirit of a sound mind. And so in this day and age, that's a tremendous thing it to confess sure and declare and just in your daily prayers and confessions that the right use of my mind has returned to me. A lot of people are in depression. You know, the holidays, here we are Thanksgiving week and we're talking about being thankful, but you know, the holidays are very deceptive that's because right. uh, we, we look at them on the surface and just kind of an overall TV commercial look and think, oh, they're all happy and they're all fun and it's for all family and everybody's just having a great time. But uh, the, the reality is, you know, there's more suicides in, during Christmas than there is any other time of the year because people don't have family. People have been through divorces or they've had uh, loved ones die. Uh, they've had uh, crises and disasters and tragedies and life goes on. And, and, and all of a sudden, you know, yesterday, Renee and I were driving back from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, and we, uh, uh, this, uh, day before yesterday, I'm sorry, uh, this school bus in Chattanooga, oh, uh, Tennessee, yes. uh, turned over and, 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 and slid into a tree, and the tree almost just cut it in half from the roof. And, and five little children were killed. 
the youngest one in kindergarten, uh, six more are critical, and then five others are still in the hospital. And, and you know, those people's lives, uh, some of their lives are virtually over. That's right. Uh, if they don't get a hold of God, if somebody doesn't oh, get a hold right. of that's them right. with the Word of God, uh, their Thanksgiving is not so good. Their Christmas is not so good. Right. And, and, and whole lives and whole families can change. When you bury a loved one, all of a sudden you take a hard left turn that you never expected, and all that's of a sudden right. tomorrow's exactly. not what it was going to be, and Christmas is not what it's going to be. And, 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 and all you know, I, when someone dies in a family, I always call at the, the the terrible year of the first because you have the first Christmas, the first Mother's Day, the first Father's Day, the first birthday, the first anniversary, the first whatever. Right. And people get despondent and they get depressed. And uh, this is the time for the church to really kick it into high gear That's right. and declare the Absolutely. thankfulness of God. And when the right use of my mind Return has returned to, to me, me, I'm not letting this ruin my life. You know, I buried a son in the ministry. I buried a wife in the ministry. Uh, you've buried your brother. Uh, Renee's buried uh, her, her husband. Uh, and yet we, we've had to stand up and declare, you know, we give thanks to the Lord. We give God praise and glory and honor. And, and our life's not over and, 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 and our life's not ruined. And we're still going to, we've still got good days ahead and, and things are going to uh, prosper and be blessed. And we're going to help a lot of people. That's right. we, we, we couldn't just stop and bury ourselves along with the loved one. But yet people do that every year. Their, their people are, uh, are in pain and hurting or, or, or just a normal parent, a normal grandparent stressed out over Christmas, trying to, trying to get presents for the, for the family. You know, right. you know, every year at Christmas time, we make a real push, uh, for our orphans in five different nations. You know, last right. year we had 12 different homes in five different nations that we were able to bless, uh, with Christmas orphan orphanages and, and children's homes that we were able to bless because even though Christmas, even though Jesus is the reason for the season, uh, ironically, Christmas is also when people get so stressed and so stretched that right. they kind of forget Jesus and they forget church and they forget missions and they forget missionaries and they forget orphans because they're so stretching trying to buy their own kids, their own grandkids, something that uh, the normal support for missions and missionaries and church and orphans gets kind of left to, to the wayside. So we make a big push every year uh, to just... Uh, um, give to those orphans and yeah. see to it they have a, a, a good Christmas. Right. So there's a lot to be thankful for, and we have to thank God every day. And that scripture Renee quoted out of uh, out of uh, Prover uh, out of Deuteronomy 28, the blessing and the curse, and there in the curse where it says that it says you did not thank God, you did not live with joyfulness and gladness of heart. heart. You didn't serve God with joy. You didn't serve God with joyfulness, with gladness, with gratefulness. Because of that. Then you're going to you're going to suffer and and you're 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 going to do without and you're going to be in want and in and in and problems just because you didn't serve God with joy. So we we need to turn that thing around That's right. and give things and serve God with joy, serve God with gladness of heart. And then another scripture in that same in that same uh, uh, verse there, uh, verse thirty seven, in that same chapter of, of the the curse and the blessings. Of Deuteronomy 28 in verse 37 it says that that you'll become an astonishment a proverb and a byword among all the nations and you know I've preached that for many many years I've got a series I've called Jesus reverse the curse and, and I always talk about going curse hunting looking through the Bible looking through the law the Pentateuch the first five books of the Bible 
Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, looking for curses because when we find a curse in, in the law, in those first five books of the Bible, we find one of the what we call the curse of the law. That's right. When we find that, then we can go back to, to Galatians 3, 13, 14. It says Christ has redeemed us from the curse. So he's, right. he's reversed the curse. He's made that not, not valid for us. We're, we don't have to Hallelujah. be under the curse. We can be under the Hallelujah. blessing. But it's a conscious thought to be thankful and serve the Lord That's with right. joyfulness. I have an aunt. Uh, that's in heaven today. She's been gone a long, long time. But uh, uh, she used to fit this scripture so well that she was an astonishment and a proverb and a byword because all of her friends and all of her family, anytime her name would come up, somebody'd say, oh yeah, but she's always sick or oh yeah, but she's always complaining or oh yeah, but she's always seeing the dark side or oh yeah, she's always uh, you know, down in the dumps or all oh, she, you know, she was just an astonishment and a proverb and a byword to people. When they thought of her name, they related it. The byword was uh, gloom and doom and, you know, and that old, uh, despair <laughs> yeah, and that, agony on yeah, me. Yeah, that old uh, uh, gloom, despair, and agony on me. Oh, yeah. if yeah. it were and whatnot. Well, yeah, watch like... the show, Buck Owens and Roy Clark. Hee-haw. 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 thank you. <laughs> that old, 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 you know, gloom, despair, and agony on me. me. You know, and that's the way she felt. You know, and if it were not were not for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. Yeah. And and all those horrible things that that uh, is in that little song uh, was in her life. And then I still know people like that today. Everything's just dark and doom and gloom and sad and terrible and awful, and the sky's falling. And and yet we we need to wake up every day with gladness. So That's you know, right. not only at this Thanksgiving time, America is such a wonderful country. We've set aside a special day. That's right. Uh, that, of course, a lot of people in the government are trying to get rid of. I heard the other day they're trying now to make us not say uh, call Thanksgiving Thanksgiving. They want us to call it fall holiday. It's you so know, it's that just, we can it's be just insane <laughs> because they want us to be culturally sensitive and not offend anyone. Well, you know, I don't care who I offend when I say I'm thankful to Almighty God. And that's what Thanksgiving was built for, was, right. was, was invented for, is because the, the pilgrims and those that settled this nation said, we want to set one side uh, aside a day that we can thank God, that we can give God thanks for all that he's done for us, for the blessings of, of our life. And, and, and that's just the theme all through the Bible. Give thanks with a grateful heart. That's give right. God thanks. Give God thanks. And it's a decision, really. The Bible tells us plainly to exactly. put on the garment of praise exactly. for the spirit of heaviness. And the Bible doesn't talk to us about depression, right. but it does talk about a spirit of heaviness. Yeah, the closest thing in the Bible you can get to to depression is is the spirit of heaviness. And heaviness, God says, put, yeah. on the, put on the garment of praise. For the spirit of heaven, and that doesn't mean the garment of praise comes on you. That means no, it's an act of your will. You put it on, well, just it like comes, you have. You let this mind be in you that's yeah, also in exactly. Christ Jesus. You let it be, and right. bless the Lord, O oh my soul. In yeah. other words, you know, David, do it anyway. David would just grab himself by the ear and just say, "Soul, you bless the Lord." Exactly. And soul would say, "No, but I don't want to. I don't feel. I don't care. You bless the Lord anyway. You bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that's within me. You bless His holy name." And there's blessings in that. And, you know, when the right use of your mind That's right. returns and you begin to thank God and declare to God the thankfulness and the and the praise that you have. You know, there's a lost art today, even in America, just out, not just in the church, but in the world, just the lost art of telling somebody thank you. Right. I know that I know. Sometimes I hold the door open for people. They never even look at me, never say thank you, never say they just walk <laughs> right amazing. in we like, they're, like the they're entitled, you know. And I remember one time... Uh, 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 Ashland, who's sitting here with us, you know, when she got her first job working in a, working in a, in, in a restaurant, uh, Renee and I pulled her aside and I said, honey, said, you don't have to listen to this, but I'm gonna give you a little piece of advice. I said, when you're working in this in public and you see people, my age, you see people with gray hair and they tell you, thank you. Uh, don't tell them no problem. Instead, tell them you're welcome. 
I said, it'll increase your tips. It'll increase your day because, <laughs> That's right. because when, when, when someone waits on you and serves you and brings you something that they're paid to do, right. and then like I say, could I have a cup of coffee? And they say, they say, no problem. Well, in my mind, it goes to the, I start thinking while they're walking away, I think what, what constitutes in their brain that bringing me a cup of coffee, which they're getting paid to do, plus I'm going to tip them for doing what, what constitutes a problem for them? Hmm. And and it's just got to be a byword in a proverb where these right. kids today are just saying, no problem, no problem, no problem. Well, of course it's not a problem. But they'd get so much further down the road if they'd just smile and say, well, you're welcome. That's right. And, and the the art of saying thank you and the art of saying you're welcome, it seemed to be a lost a lost thing today. But if we'd go back to having a grateful heart mm. and thank people for doing things exactly. and then and then respond to their thank you with a you're welcome, uh, we we'd see things turn turn around. There are spiritual laws involved in thank right. in being thankful. There are spiritual laws involved in being grateful. That's right. And and being grateful and being thankful, you're going to get the blessings of God come on you, as Renee said, coming in, going out, blessed right. in the city, in the field, in the basket, in the store, as opposed to being you know Scrooge and bah humbug and <laughs> and uh, no problem and I don't care. I always said it. It delivers you in old age from sitting on the front porch throwing rocks at cats and kids. You know, sure, sure. <laughs> because you human nature is not to get better with age; it's to get worse with age. You get better with age. I've heard bitter and. And, and to get uh, more dour about everything that's going on in life and be more complaining, more critical. Talk about all your personal ailments, who failed you, who done done you wrong. The older you get, that's what seems to come to the forefront without a personal decision and a learned behavior focus that I'm going to be happy and mm -hmm. I'm going to serve God. And on, I, I always felt like this, Lynn, that on, if I woke up every day and I was breathing, I had a 50% chance <laughs> of making it be a good day. Then secondly, if I opened my mouth and began to praise the Lord, I was going to pretty well secure the direction my life was going to go in that day. So it, it I, I was sitting here thinking about, you know, how, how have I done this through the years? And, and it just seems to me that I, I was always glad to wake up and realize I was breathing and thankful that I had came out of a bed with clean sheets and a house with air conditioning and food in the cupboard, and I was pretty much going to be able to kind of run my own day and then begin to open my mouth and praise the Lord. That pretty much sets your direction, but it is a learned behavior. It is a focused, deliberate, mental cooperation with what is on the inside. Now, you can live your whole life as a Christian and never have a good attitude. I mean, that's just, we, we see that all the time. People do People can be Christians and have a very bad attitude about everything. They can be... Uh, you know, critical, that they can be jealous. I mean, just things that I've seen that are so sad in life that I, I would love to help people with and grow and grow myself, not because I have it all figured out, but because I've already been there, done that wrong, and I know how to make that right. And if I can help somebody, I'm happy to do that for folks. So it's important for us as believers to be very, very, very thankful and to make sure you wake up and recognize that Everything that hath breath, praise the Lord. Mm, that's good. So many scriptures about how we are to praise the Lord. I talk to my brain. My, the brain is the only uh, organ that doesn't age. It is the only organ that you can continue to help reproduce healthy cells in it. And you can actually change the health of your brain by what you think on and what you say out of your mouth. It is a deliberate learned behavior. And I would encourage people today that are listening as Christians or unbelievers alike, 
if you'll just, just put this to the test, if you'll begin to start reading the word of God out loud where your eyes see it, your ears hear it, your mouth is saying it, you'll begin to have a healthier brain function uh, medically, biologically, as well as spiritually. And your mouth will begin. Uh, there's a wonderful verse in Proverbs that says that if you'll practice believing the word of God, your it says your mouth will become accustomed to speaking it and your mind will become accustomed to believing it. If mm. you just read, that's in Proverbs. Yeah, that's really good. And we're talking about thankfulness, gratefulness. We're talking about um, we've covered a lot of stuff today, but under the right. under the main topic of thankfulness and gratefulness, because this is Thanksgiving week, That's and right. we've 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 put the elections to bed, we've put uh, Halloween to bed. We're we're we're, <laughs> we're blowing through Thanksgiving on our way to Christmas and New Year's. It's yeah, just, we're we're hopeful that we can end the year on a very very happy, creative, illustriously miraculous. We are. We are. And one of the things that we're most thankful for are our friends and our partners, those that have been called alongside us in this ministry. And uh, whether that's financial support, whether it's prayer support, or whether we just hear from you. I know that recently I've had the chance to talk to so many partners, and and I know you guys uh, were doing some meetings on the East Coast and and spent some time at Brother Copeland's meeting in Washington, Washington, D.C. And I talked to some partners that had a chance to meet you and and uh, we're thankful for our friends and our partners, and we want to hear from you. If you've got a prayer request or a need, or if we can do anything for you, we don't want to be a faceless, nameless ministry out uh, in the internet world somewhere. We want to know you. And so uh, call us. Let us know what's going on in your life. We want to know uh, if we can pray or we can hook our faith up with That's yours right. in any way. We're thankful for you, our partners, who, and, and we know that God's called you alongside us just like he's called us to do what we're, what we're doing. We're a team. That's right. And uh, and we're thankful for it. And if you want to find out more about what's going on and what we're doing, um, we're going to close this year out strong at Terry Mize Ministries. And you can find out all about that at terrymize.com. Uh, you can see our schedule, our itinerary. There are many books and tapes, CDs, things that will help you and be a blessing in your life. But if we can do something for you, please let us know. That's right. We're always ready to pray and believe God with you. And it all and it does take team effort. There is no one person that somebody else may be out there leading the charge, but it always takes lots and lots of other people. It does. Amen. That's good. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us. We enjoy being with you. We've enjoyed doing this podcast. We believe it's a blessing to you, and we can't wait to be with you again next week. Thank you so much. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.